Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Brian Shoning. This is the Hunting Overtime Podcast. Thanks for joining in. I'm running solo today, actually. I do not have my co-host, Eric Doty, with me. He's back at home working or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, we are, or I am headed to Denver to the Sportsman's Expo. Uh, It is March 25th right now which is later than they used to have this expo. But I'm headed down. I'm meeting up with Chad McKinney and Caleb Newton. Caleb is actually the owner of County 6 Predator. Uh, so what I use of, from, of their products with that uh, partnership, kind of friendship, whatever you want to call it with him, um, is his Bino harness. So I run the Traeger Optics harness. I love that thing. I really like it more. I always liked it. Okay. I always liked it, but I like it more now that he has redone it. It's a better material. The straps are a little bit better. He he took took input from uh, from users and fixed a few things. Took some input from himself, fixed a few things, and I think he has an absolutely amazing product here. So it, he has multiple colors. He's got King's Camo. He's got Coyote Brown, and he's got a gray. But they are a. It's not just a bino harness. He, he actually kind of started off calling it a pack, and maybe he still calls it that. I call it a bino harness. Um, but it has a spot for your binos, and then off to the right side of it uh, is a spot for your rangefinder. So the rangefinder pouch is on the right, rear, your right-hand side when you're wearing it. And then in the front, it has another little pocket. Uh, I keep, like, my... Sorry about that. I had a phone call, and I'm recording on my phone. Um, so anyways, what I was saying about the Traeger Optics Harness, it's got the rangefinder on the right, right hand side, the extra pocket in the front. That's kind of where I keep my, like my windicator. Um, I'm going, Eric, Chad and I are going on a black bear hunt soon. And that's where I will keep the connector for my binoculars, for my tripod. Uh, just think, just small things, little things like that. Um, but anyway, so then he also has, so that's a Traeger Optics Harness, but Caleb also has with County 6 Predator, he calls it the TOH Minimalist, and it's smaller. It's not as big and bulky. Oh, one thing I forgot to add is this pack actually has a detachable hand warmer on it also, which I love in the tree stand, whitetail hunting and things like that, coyote hunting, love having that thing. So it's all. it also has a hand warmer. Now back to the TOH Minimalist. It does not have a hand warmer. It's slim. It's about the width and height of your binoculars is all. But then you can buy extra pouches that go on the side or on the straps, uh, like for your rangefinder, uh, GPS, things like that. So I would always recommend having one for your rangefinder just because I always recommend carrying a rangefinder while hunting. I think it's great to, to know your distances before taking those shots. So, um but anyways, I'm headed down uh, to help those guys out here in the expo. Hopefully, we can have a great weekend and get some exposure and continue to grow ourselves, but also Caleb with County 6 Predator. So that's the main reason I'm going down is for him, obviously. But always look for a little publicity for ourselves so we can continue to grow as well. Uh, speaking of us, if you don't already know, when I say us, I'm talking... Eric Doty and I as the co-host of this podcast, the Hunting Overtime Podcast, but also talking about my brother with 
the Seasons Media with me. Uh, that's our YouTube channel, so make sure you go check that out. I don't remember exactly how many subscribers we have, but it's it's a decent amount, and we got some amazing videos out there with lots of views and likes and comments and things like that, and I think you guys would love them. So I would appreciate, find us out on YouTube, that's the Seasons Media, uh, provide us feedback, things like that. Also, with this podcast, if you want to have any questions for Eric or I, or you would like to hear about a topic, we're in western Nebraska, so we do anything from uh, river bottom whitetail hunting, waterfowl hunting, to, I mean, we're going to Idaho on a backcountry black bear hunt in a few weeks, so we do the elk thing, we do all sorts of different things, so if you want to hear about something, a, a type of hunting, ask us about it, ideas for us for this podcast, we would really appreciate that, uh, that's one of the hardest things, obviously, with the podcast is coming up with um, speakers, or people to talk to, or ideas, things like that, so if you have anything for us like that, be sure to reach out to us, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is our trip to Idaho. So on the last podcast we did, you heard about kind of Eric's setup. Uh, that's why I'm okay doing this podcast with Adam because I think I can, I think I can handle it. Because really, our next podcast here is just going to be telling you about my setup. So what I have going, I'm going to start kind of basic. Um, I'm going to start with my tent. So what I have for a tent is I have the Hilleberg Solo, and I haven't been on their stuff or searched for the Hillebergs for a long time since I actually purchased this one. I don't know how easy they are to find. I had a really, really hard time finding this one. I found one available anywhere, um, and it was in Anchorage, Alaska. And I called them, and they said that there was actually a guy that had been in there the day before looking at it um, and was really interested in it. Now, obviously, he's a salesman, but with as unavailable as it was, I kind of believe him. And so I, I, I knew I was interested in that tent. Uh, I didn't have to pay a ton for shipping to come from Anchorage, which was kind of nice. I think it was like 20 bucks, 20 extra bucks or something like that. But I had him go. I went ahead and bought that and had it shipped down. I'm loving that tent. Um, it's a great four season tent. It's solid. It's sturdy. If you check out our YouTube channel here soon, I will have a uh, gear review on it for you. So just smash that subscribe on our YouTube channel and you'll be sure to get that notification for that. But I do love that tent. And then on the inside, I'm running the climate insulated ultra v light sleeping pad i think i got all those words in there in the correct order but it could be jumbled up that's definitely a possibility but anyways i'm so that's what i'm running for a sleeping pad haven't had haven't used it a lot but the time that i have used it i do really enjoy it one thing for me is i'm i'm six two so some of these sleeping pads aren't quite long enough it's probably short for me but I also run a Climate Pillow X, or X Pillow. I don't know. I can't get all the letters in the correct order. But anyways, you get where I'm going with it. I run that, that light pillow, and that allows me to put that on the ground and make sure the rest of my body's on the sleeping pad if necessary. Sleeping bag. 
so that's a place where I'm not well geared, I guess would be the term for me. I'm running a hike and bike sleeping bag. They claim it is a zero degree bag. I can guarantee you that it is not a zero degree bag. I'm pretty confident that if it were zero degrees, you would freeze to death in that bag. Um, I would call it more of a 20 to 30 degree bag. Uh, it gets pretty chilling. So I have some other tactics I'll talk about here in a little bit as to how I'm going to control that temperature at night. But um, it's it was a cheap bag. Uh, I would love to get it into a nicer bag, but right now I just do not have the funds. So we're going to stick with what we have for now and make it work. What else do I got? What else? Uh, I'm running a lot of Sitka gear. Um, I'm going to run the Sitka Timberline pants. I love those. And I've used them not a ton, but a decent amount, enough to know that they're exactly what I need for this hunt. I apologize about this road. I'm sure my voice is even shaky. It's all bumpy. I hate doing podcasts on the road, but I just don't have a ton of time right now. And, well going to get what you get on this one, but I do apologize. I'll try to get in the other lane here once this car passes me, but anyways, so I got the Sitka Timberline pants, and then I'm going to run as my first layer the Sitka Core Lightweight hoodie. I like the hoodie because I can flip it up over, and if that breeze is cool or you start sweating, you can cover your head up a little bit, which is always nice. Um, that core lightweight, I'm going with a lightweight as my base layer because I am going to, one, we're going to be there for six days, I got to be able to control my scent a little bit, and that core lightweight controls that scent pretty well, and doesn't really start to stink real bad, um, and that kind of stuff there, hopefully that's a little better, this side's a little smoother on the road, but anyways, um, and then when you're hiking, I mean, it's going to be cold in the mornings, but when you start hiking, you guys all know if you've ever done any mountain hunting, it doesn't take much to heat up. So, like when we go elk hunting, we wake up and it's 30 degrees. Well, when you wake up and it's 30 degrees, you still don't put a bunch of layers on. Like, I still wear only that core lightweight hoodie, because once you get hiking, and hiking in those mountains and going, excuse me, going up... Um, you, your body temp rises really quick, especially with the pack on, because you got that against your back. So, um, so I'm going with that core lightweight. My second layer, if needed, is going to be my Sitka heavyweight hoodie. Like I said, that's going to be more of a thing that I have on when we're glassing, or if it gets super, super cold and windy, maybe. I know it's not going to block the wind, but it's another warmth layer. And around camp, things like that. I probably don't plan on, unless it's really cold, to wear that while I'm hiking. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry, lost focus. I'm looking in my rear view mirror. got a pickup coming up on me, but I'm in the wrong lane. Um, anyways, so that's the next layer that I would wear. And then the only, I, and then I will have a Cabela's Polartec base layer with me. Um, I, that's something that probably not a lot of people have, but I do love that piece from Cabela's. 
Uh, that was before they sold to Bass Pro. I don't know if they even make that piece anymore, uh, which is unfortunate. But anyways, that's a whole other topic. Um, so I'll have that. I don't really intend to wear it. I'll wear it to bed for sure. But then the only other outer piece that I have is my uh, Sitka Windstopper Down. Gosh, what is it even called? Sitka Calvin Down Windstopper Hoodie, I think they call it. It's basically their big big parka, big down parka, or big down coat, whatever you want to call it. And it's 900 filled down. It's super warm. And that's going to be my thing to really keep me warm when we're glassing if it's cold. Or I am actually, due to my sleeping bag not being that good, I am prepared to sleep in that if necessary. So... I know I have enough clothes and layers and stuff. I'm not going to get cold at night if I just put stuff on. So I'm not. That's why I'm not too worried about not having a, a really nice bag. Uh, because if I have to, I'll just sleep in my coat. Um, so I have that. I do love that thing. It is bigger than the the new Aerolite stuff. Um, and then they do make one that's that doesn't have Windstopper in it in it, and it's a little smaller too. But I just really, I just went big. I got the nicest one. I figure you'll never be like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have bought so much coat when you're sitting out there in the, in the woods. But there is a chance that you say you wish you'd have bought warmer. So it was expensive. It was on sale when I bought it because I think they're trying to go to the new Aerolite stuff. Um, but... What else? Oh, my pants. I bought some black Ovis 800 filled down pants, and I'm pretty excited about those. Uh, also, another piece that if I had to sleep in them, I would. Uh, I hope not to sleep in those, but if I, if need be, I can definitely do that, but that's more for a glassing slash security type thing. They weigh like nothing, and they fit right in the bag with my coat, so that's really nice. Other than that, guys, I don't have anything too crazy, I don't think. Oh, I did, I did get one more piece. So, Eric and I did a trial run uh, in Nebraska. We went to the an area in Nebraska. I'm not actually going to tell you exactly where it is because it's kind of my hunting spot. But anyways, we went back in, tried to call some coyotes, stayed overnight when it was cold, things like that, and just kind of did a trial run because Eric had never stayed in the backcountry before. And I didn't really want, and he didn't really want Idaho to be his first run at it. That would probably not be a good idea. But, so we made the decision to do that, and boy, am I glad that we did. Boy, did that road just get bumpy, too. These Colorado roads are not very good. Um, because my boots leaked so bad. Uh, they were, they were decently old boots. They weren't new by any means. Um, they had a lot of miles on them. They've been through a lot, but they leaked bad. I'm talking like it was super cold. It was cold, like, I don't know, 20 degrees maybe. I can't remember for sure, but to the point where my feet and my toes were soaking wet, and I was, honestly, when I, that second morning, I was kind of nervous about frostbite. I really was. Okay, so I was pretty nervous about actually my toes having frostbite. I was trying to be pretty careful with them. And uh, 
man, I don't know what this pickup is doing. But anyways, um, so the leaving there, that was the one thing I decided I had to have. I had no choice. I had to have new boots before Idaho. And boy, is it a good thing that we did that trial run because that would have been a bad deal to experience in Idaho for six days is that your boots leak um, from a little bit of moisture. So I did some researching and decided that I was going to get some, probably going to get some Krispies. And I couldn't decide exactly which ones I should get. Wasn't sure. Searching, searching. I really like a really flexible boot. I think that... I think a lot of people are overbooted, uh, meaning you're trying to wear a big, heavy, stiff leather boot when you just don't necessarily need it. Like some, a lot of those boots that Crispy makes, in my opinion, are like we're talking in the mountain rocks, mountain goat hunting, like things like that, like super, super extreme. Need a super stiff leather boot type thing and. I just think a lot of people get into those and they're just way overbooted for what they actually need. So I was looking for something far more flexible. So on their flex rating, um, I found one with a flex rating of two, which is the Crispy Laponia. And I believe they are discontinued. And Black Ovis was running a sale on them. And I just went ahead and pulled the trigger, and it's a good thing I did because three days later, every single size was sold out. Uh, I ordered a 12 and a half, which is exactly the shoe size I wear, and I've been wearing them, breaking them in, and they fit fantastic. So I'd say Crispy runs pretty true to size. There's good space in the toe box. I'm thinking I'm wearing them right now, so I'm, it's easy to talk about. Uh, they look sweet. They are super flexible. Uh, I really hope, I'm not for sure what their plan is, but I really hope they come out with another boot similar to this Laponia. I'm sure they will, something on, on a low, with a low flex, ra flex rating, um, so they're really flexible. I'm sure they'll come out with that uh, this year, but the, it just I don't have to lace them up super tight. My foot does not move. They have a good system that locks in around the ankle with their laces and so far I'm just loving them. I haven't had them in the mountains yet but I've been wearing them around breaking them in and they have been amazing so I would highly recommend those if you can find a pair of the Laponias um, I'm going to go ahead and bet that you can't find a pair but I would look into Krispies just based off of the quality that I'm seeing here so far and the comfort level so uh, anything else? I don't know. We've got Peak Meals lined up. We tried Peak Meals for the first time. We used to do Mountain House. I would highly recommend Peak. I will be switching to them full-time and never using Mountain House again. There's more protein and way less sodium, and they just taste better, to be quite honest with you. The Peak, just the flavor was better. I can't Eric had the chicken Alfredo, and he loved it, and I had the chicken and rice, and it was better than the mountain house chicken and rice and yeah i just highly recommend that i'll be switching to that full time we're going to dehydrate some apples cliff bars uh i forgot the other bar i'm taking laura bar but anyways you can find that whole my entire packing list it is you can find it on our website so if you go to the seasonsmedia.com there is a tab at the top um that has 
uh, gear lists, and you can go in and you can see Tyler and I's gear lists for every hunt we have been on, plus this one that I have coming up. So you can see all those gear lists. If you need help with that, um, check those out. Uh, you can also reach out to us out at the Seasons Media or reach out to us for this podcast. That's the Hunting Over... Sorry, it's just Hunting Overtime Pod... Sorry. It's huntingovertime at gmail.com. So send us an email, huntingovertime at gmail.com. That's to Eric and I. And uh, if you have any questions about anything I just talked about, any questions from the previous podcast, uh, reach out. Let us know if you have questions for topics we could talk about, any of our, our hunting tactics, ideas for us. Reach out. Let us know. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, make sure wherever you're listening to this, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, Support us. We appreciate and love all of those five-star ratings. Hopefully, you're thinking this five-star. I know the uh, audio quality today probably is not, but uh, I'm doing my best, right? Give me a break. I'll, I'll see if I can edit it out um, and spruce it up a little bit. But anyways, leave us a comment there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Leave us a comment there. We'd appreciate that. That helps us get noticed and recognized. Um through the algorithms and things like that so we greatly appreciate all of your support remember to check out the seasonsmedia.com we got hats on sale right now we got hats ready to roll out the door they're they're in stock everything's stocked up i'm about to drop a new hat but it's a super secret one because it's gonna be the hats that chad eric and i wear when we go black bear hunting here in a few weeks so nobody's seen them yet i'm the only one Nobody's going to see them until we have them, but once we go hunting um, on that hunt, then I will drop those and make them available to everybody. So, again, we appreciate your support. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. That's huntingovertime at gmail.com. Find us at on Instagram, at The Seasons Media, on YouTube, The Seasons Media and our website, theseasonsmedia.com. I know that's a lot to take in, but I love you all for listening. Thank you, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next episode, hopefully with Eric Fireside.